Hello, this is Barbara Ingram. I am the Director of Communications with the Henry County Chamber of Commerce. Previously, we were talking with Seth Woodrow, the Deputy District Environmental Health Director with District 4 of the Georgia Department of Public Health. Today, we have with us Ms. Amy Finn. Amy is the Assistant Director of Nursing. She's also with the District 4 of the Georgia Department of Public Health, and we thank you for joining us today, Amy. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning. So, Amy, we'll just start with the basics if we can. Can you just give us an overall description of the functions of the Georgia Department of Public Health? I think we know it as DPH. Yes, ma'am. And um, how the, the Georgia- department is organized. I'm sorry. Yeah, how the department okay. is organized. Mm-hmm. The Georgia Department of Public Health um, is the lead agency in preventing disease, injury, and disability and um, promoting health and well-being and preparing for and responding to disasters from a health perspective. Um, That's our overall functions for the Department of Public Health um, for Georgia. Um, Our organization is um, Georgia has 159 counties that are divided up into um, 18 different public health districts. Henry County is part of District 4 Public Health. Um, We're made up um, of a total of 12 counties. Um, Each district throughout Georgia has a medical health director who is responsible um, for making sure the health district functions as expected. Um, The health director um, reports directly to the um, State Commissioner of Public Health. Um, Also, each county has a board of health that is made up of elected or appointed um, individuals from that um, specific county. Um, This board is responsible for functioning as the eyes and the ears of the community and um, acting at the county level to serve local needs, examine resources. Um, The board has several responsibilities. Just a couple of them um, are things such as adopting public health rules and regulations for the county and um, assisting with enforcing all rules um, pertaining to health. Um, and also, we depend on um, this board to um, provide um, policy guidance to um, Dr. Osanjo, our district health director. Mm-hmm. Well, since you mentioned all of that, that of course, we're here in Henry County, and that's our main focus. And I believe I should uh, mention that, and I hope that I'm correct, that Mayor Anthony Ford, the mayor of Stockbridge, serves as the representative to the Board of Health for Henry County. That is correct. Okay, I'm glad I got that right because he is also a member of the Chamber of Commerce representing the city of Stockbridge. So we uh, have been getting reports from him as the eyes and ears of the community as a part of the monthly board meetings. So that's why I mentioned that. So as we move on, um, you know that we are still in a pandemic globally. Uh, of course, yes, here in Henry County. Um, so we're going to focus a little bit on how you're operating here um, and how you're functioning as a whole. How did okay. the DPH response to COVID-19 have to shift its priorities, or did it have to shift any of its resources or priorities to address COVID-19 um, beginning, I guess, early part of the year up to now? Yes, ma'am. Our mission statement for District 4 Public Health is we protect and improve the health of our communities through the prevention of disease, the promotion of healthy behaviors, access to quality services, um, strong community partnerships, and, of course, disaster preparedness. 
So we have shifted um, in a, to a degree, but a lot of what our mission statement, you know, what I just stated, is what we continue to do. We've shifted um, some of our um, services that we were offering in the health department every day. Um, I, don't, I shouldn't use the word shifted, but we have decreased some of those services so that um, the staff in the um, local health department can focus more on um, COVID prevention, educating the public. This is all, um, you know, this is novel, new for everyone. So public health is continuing to learn daily, and our priorities shift as the governor shifts his executive orders, as well as new guidance is put out for the CDC. Um, but our main priority has never changed, you know, in preventing disease and promoting those healthy behaviors, which, you know, are very relevant to COVID-19. Well, Exactly. But before uh, COVID-19, of course, testing on a regular basis was, I, I presume, at the levels that you're doing it now, not a part of your day-to-day -day role. Can you talk about the DPH's role in the implementation of testing uh, for coronavirus and the types of tests that you're implementing? And, and are you pretty well focused and have coverage in District 4? Yes, ma'am. Um, so early on, um, as everyone is probably already well aware, test kits were very scarce. Um, they were available um, to use for um, testing for COVID-19 for um, those in long-term care facilities, emergency responders, as well as symptomatic referral, I mean individuals, I'm sorry. Yes, I remember. Mm -hmm. um, so we struggled early on, um, but the testing that we use is um, a nasal um, pharyngeal swab. So it's um, actually the swab that um, we start into one side of the nose. Um, and that's what we consider to be like the gold standard for testing for COVID-19. Um, as tests became more available, um, actually as of April 22nd, the Henry County Health Department opened up a specimen collection site at the um, Heritage Senior Center um, located there in Henry County. Um, and when that first opened, again, it was still limited to those that were, um, anyone that was symptomatic could present for testing. But um, we're at a point now and have been probably over a month to eight weeks maybe, a couple of months, um, that anyone that um, wants to be tested, the test kits are now available. So we encourage all that, um, you know, here on the news about the testing, and some are just curious, some are symptomatic, some have been exposed to a positive individual. Um, you can certainly um, visit our um, District 4 Public Health website, which is district4health.org, and it um, tells you, um, instructs you on that website how to sign up for testing. So test kits are available, as well as we've um, had a couple of what we call mobile spots there in Henry County or pop-up spots where we don't stay in the same location consistently. Um, and we're working to, um, because our numbers there for that um, Henry County um, collection site are um, because there's more areas other than public health now to um, in other locations to get tested. Those numbers are um, starting to um, go down a little. Um, just from public health's perspective within District 4, um, after Memorial Day, we did see a surge in testing. So after July 4th, the July 4th holiday weekend, we will probably see another surge. But after that, what District 4 is trying to do is trying to have um, a collection site at every health department within District 4, within District 4 at least one day a week mm -hmm. so that testing is available widespread. 
So I want to make sure that we have that uh, website. Is it district4.org? Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. It's district4health, H-E-A-L-T-H, dot mm -hmm. org. Dot org. And, and that's also, where you go to register for a test or get yes, information about a test. Um, you can go on there and get information, or you can go on and complete the screening questionnaire mm -hmm. to um, actually get an appointment to go in to have oh. um, a, the specimen collected. But I can also um, give you a 1-800 number for those that do not have access to a computer, and they can call um, our call center, yeah. and we will actually just set them up an appointment and tell them exactly where they need to go because that's one thing with this testing because we want to have you know really good customer service, and when people show up, we want to be able to get them in and get them out because it's less than a probably a four-minute process once you arrive at the facility. Um, right. Those that um, can call 1-800-847-4262. And listen to the prompts, and you'll end up with um, one of our customer service representatives, and they can get you scheduled. If they cannot get you scheduled right then, someone will call um, the person right back within usually 15 to 20 minutes. Wonderful. That's amazing that you've got it down to a, a very brief uh, time out of your day. And how long does it take to get the results back? And how do you get the results? Okay, the results um, is taking right now um, anywhere from 24 to 48 hours. Um, so we've Great. come a long way with the results. Um, we have some people that it um, sometimes takes up to 72 hours, and some, those people get nervous. But we have not found a rhyme or a reason why it takes you know the extra time. So if mm -hmm. someone does take up to three days to get the results, that doesn't mean they have COVID. That just means your results are a little delayed. Um, if you do not have access to a computer, um, you can call and get your results. Or mm -hmm. if you have access to a computer, the day that you get your um, specimens collected or specimen collected, you will receive information that day on how to um, go on the um, lab portal to retrieve your own results. This is very helpful. Thank you so much for bringing that information to us on how easy it is and how we can actually access the test either by calling or just signing up online. That is very helpful information. So yes, I'm, looking, I'm looking right now at the uh, website where Georgia DPH records daily and um, provides the public on, online the number of cases, the number of uh, hospitalized, and unfortunately, if the number of deaths has changed. And I'm looking at District 4. I, I believe you said it's 12 counties? Yes, ma'am. Including Henry County. And it looks, they're color-coded. And it looks like Henry County is, you know, in that category that's uh, the dark blue, which is not red, which is the, the highest density of cases, but the very next level of density of I guess, diagnosis of coronavirus. Uh, I believe you said the first one in Henry County was March 12th of this year. And today, today we have 852 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Henry County. And we have 99 people hospitalized. Of course, you are recording that we've had 30 deaths from that first diagnosis. So I also heard you say just a little while ago that we are on a downswing in Henry County. 
um, the flattening of the curve, we have started to, our trajectory is headed downward. Well, we're not quite there in Henry, but as you were looking at that map, you can tell that Henry is fair, faring what we consider pretty well compared to some of the um, other counties within District 4. Based on the data as of yesterday, because our health director has been tracking this very closely, Henry County is averaging nine new cases of COVID daily. In order to head you know, down the other side of this slope, we've got to work together to get that number of cases to decrease so that we can say, wow, Henry County is in the perfect place. So there is some debate about whether we're actually decreasing, whether we're actually increasing, I'm sorry, whether we're actually increasing or, or stabilizing based on the fact that maybe we're testing more people on a daily basis. Can yes, you talk to that debate from the public health department's perspective? Yes, ma'am, as you stated, you know, um, of course, Early on, there was not that many test kits available. Now that, you know, there's um, all, several locations, physicians offices, drugstores, um, some of the labs are setting up test sites. So, of course, the more people that we test, the higher our numbers will be. Um, and in some areas, we're seeing, um, you know, surges of those numbers. But as um, the epidemiologists have time to, you know, drill down this data and really start looking at it, yeah. some areas we've been able to say, yeah, we were pretty sure it's due to the increase in testing. But some other areas have not been as lucky. It's just there's more um, cases of COVID. Yes, ma'am. And that is the case also in Henry County as well as throughout I would say Georgia and the rest of the U.S. You just have to drill down to see which uh, instance. What what is the data showing? Is it because of increased testing or is it because of increased spread of the virus? And yes, we need to know that, and we can know that by testing. Yes, ma'am. So, I just I am so thankful that you were able to clarify that for me, and I hope that that was uh, clear to our audience because it's very important that we uh, continue to follow the guidelines of the DPH as well as CDC. And um, because right now we are in the process of businesses and county services and city services reopening, and the summer is beginning to look more like summer. But as far as our new normal, we know that we have to do some things differently and continue to do those things differently, especially going into the fall. We, we know that we will have an uptick in the flu. So I, want, I wanted you to come on today to advise our business owners and our citizens, who some are still very cautious, some are wearing masks, some are not. But what advice do you give us as a community here in Henry County, even though our numbers are you know not as bad as in some places, but we are still at a level that we need to work toward a decrease in the number of cases being diagnosed on a daily basis. What yes, advice can you give us going into the rest of the summer, headed into the fall, schools are about to open, and, and we take your word as the expert? Okay. Um, all must continue to wear their masks. What we're seeing in some areas, 
since the governor has opened up some his executive order is allowing more you know people to get together in groups and you know go out to dinner um, but people must continue to wear their masks we need to social distance um, of course proper hand washing is essential to prevent any kind of spread of disease um, when you cannot you know if you not, do not have access to soap and water um, alcohol-based hand sanitizer when you don't have the soap and water available the main thing is if people feel ill please stay at home um, because if if I wake up in the morning and don't feel well I know I have to stay at home because there's a possibility I've been exposed and I don't need to bring it to my workplace or to my family or you know if I go to the store but of course for me right now anywhere I go I wear my mask um, but businesses just like individuals are encouraged to um, implement practices such as um, checking temperatures at the beginning and the end of each shift Mm -hmm. um, employees are highly encouraged to wear ma masks and social distancing when they can at work. Um, these type practices will help protect employees and could, pre could prevent all team members of a business from being sent home due to exposure to a co positive coworker. And so none of the any... businesses want that, correct? Exactly. None of us want to have to shut shut down because of the virus has 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 intruded our business space. Exactly, because if you have all of the, your employees at your office or your business, no one's wearing a mask, you have one person that tests positive, all of your employees need to be sent home for 14 days. Wow. The flip side of that is if everybody were wearing a mask, you can continue to operate and you know, do this on daily um, temperature checks the screening of, you know, making sure that you have someone standing at the door asking if anyone has any symptoms, anyone ill. Um, and so that makes a huge difference in how a business can continue to operate. Can continue. Now the temperature, what you're checking for, uh, anything that's above normal. Yes, well we say, um, and I think on the CDC website is above 100. Um, okay. But some businesses have chosen, you know, if you have anything above 99.5, but from public mm -hmm. health's perspective, I believe it is um, anything above 100. Um, and also, you know, some people will tell you, my temperature always runs 97. So if you have somebody with a 99.8, you know, that, you know, you should be concerned. Correct. So um, what are some of the other symptoms? When you say stay at home if you don't feel well, I have allergies. And I have them all, not year-round, but every year, around this time of year. And, you know, my eyes water. I have to take medication for it. We're not talking about just your regular, everyday allergies no. that you're familiar with. No, ma'am. Um, when we get calls such as that, you know, we um, talk through it because usually it's an adult. And my response to questions such as that has been, you know how you usually feel, like you've just said you have allergies. So yes. if you feel anything outside of your what's normal for you, that's when you need to be concerned. Because what we have um, learned about COVID is everybody is a little different. You may have a temperature. I may not have a temperature, but my, you know, I may have more like cold symptoms. The next person may have nausea and vomiting. That's why it's been, this has been such a hard illness to get a handle on right um, because you know early on it was more focused on the flu-like or cold-like symptoms then we added um, 
nausea, vomiting, I believe, and diarrhea. So it's that's why for wow. me, like especially, um, you know, if you if I have family members that are asking me, you know, just what do I need to look for? My thing is, mm-hmm. if it's anything that you don't normally experience or feel, then maybe you should stay home for a day or so to make sure that it's, you know, you're just having so a bad nausea, day. And not nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, temperature, not feeling well, any of those, stay home. Yes, ma'am. And that's why it's so important to wear the mask because we have and had several people that um, were tested for COVID. They came back positive and they had no symptoms. No symptoms at all, which we've heard that mm-hmm. in the news. And uh, But they can spread. They can still infect others. Yes, ma'am. Even if they have no symptoms. So I think that's very important for our audience to know, especially this summer. We're working toward getting our uh, case diagnoses per day down in the county. And regardless of how many are tested, we want that number of nine per day to head down. Yes, Am I correct? That's right. So I think it's just information and understanding and, and trusting our health experts to give us good advice on how to manage this during this pandemic and, and to, you know, we all want to keep our economy going and keep our businesses open. So this is the information that we need to continue to open up our economy, uh, get our people back to work, take the advice of our health experts, and that's why we wanted you here today. Thank you so much, Amy. You've been so you informative. Is there anything that you would like to add that I possibly did not ask you um, for the citizens of Henry County? No, ma'am, I can't think of anything, but if anyone is listening to you and they send you a question by email or call you, please mm-hmm. pass that on to me. And if I do not know the answer, I will get with um, Dr. Basanjo and we will get an answer. Take care of it. Wonderful. Well, it's been my pleasure to meet you over the phone. Thank you so much again, and we'll be in touch, and we'll send you any okay. questions that come in, and uh, you take good care. All right. Thank you.